missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Ooh, I don't know about being angry, but pet peeves, Shaw. You got a pet peeve? Oh, probably. One, I guess one, one that stands above the others. Mm, I don't like to hear people chewing. There's a name for that, right? I think yeah, there is. There is. You got a weird ass name. That's your number one. I don't know. So what came to mind? Is it anybody, or is it just people you don't know? It's the people I'm near. <laughs> okay, so if it was so Mary, it's real close, right. sitting okay. next to you. Luckily, she's a quiet chewer. <laughs> Would the marriage be over? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gene? Oh, I'm sure I have tons of them. The first thing that came to mind when you started saying that sentence was uh, dresser drawers all askew, like left yeah, open and stuff. I don't, I don't, it makes Oh, me you're nuts. talking about the organization inside. No, no, the no, no. Left open. Like, just shut yeah. it. Get the thing out and then That's shut it again. I'm terrible at that. I'm trying time. to get better, but I'm terrible. Do you leave yours open? I don't mean to. I, You know, I, I close it part way. I think it's all the way well, closed. I come way. back in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, I left the drawer open. My wife is like that. I don't like that. It's misophonia, Shaw. M-I-S-O-P-H-O-N-I-A. Phobia of hearing people eat. Why you hate the sound of chewing. My wife is just forgetful, so lights get left on, drawers get left open, things get left unlocked. And I'm sure I, just, I have many other things, but that's the one that came. But it's not about her. It's just I'm OCD, you know? Right. Cap on toothpaste was Gene. Yep, I don't Famously. Like, yeah. But it's, again, that might just be me. Oh, it's definitely me. I mean, it's her, but it's me. Yeah. Pet peeve. Somebody asked uh, people to weigh in online. Over 15,000 people in a survey about common pet peeves. When someone puts their shopping cart next to the cart return, but not in it. Well, yeah. I shake my head, but it doesn't get me angry. 82% of people think that's a valid pet peeve to have. I don't know. You tried, I guess. <laughs> it's better than leaving it in the parking spot, right? Or the guy who does just the bare minimum puts the front wheels on the curb. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. In front of him so that it doesn't roll away. Mm. Gee, thanks. Uh, when you're watching TV and the audio and video are a millisecond off. Is that a pet peeve, Shaw? Uh, I'm gotten used to it. More of an inconvenience. Uh-huh. I found that if you're watching, especially with streaming, if you pause and then start it again, it generally you catches up. You can get up. it to sync up. 89% of people say that would be a pet peeve. Uh, pet peeve questions. You want to turn right on red, but the person in front of you is waiting to go straight. Yeah, but if it's a lane where you can do either, then... It's not a pet peeve. It's just part of driving around, right. I guess. 55% of people say that, yeah, that's annoying. It's a pet peeve. I Anything driving related is going <laughs> to be a pet, pet peeve, peeve for me. I'd get out of my way. <laughs> right. Not going fast enough. Going too fast. I, everything's... I hate that's everyone. That's funny because one of my pet peeves is people who can't deal with driving and are angry all the time. I know we've time. heard about your swearing the on the radio. Seat. I yeah. hate that. Just... Just I'm not angry there. all the time. Just angry when We're there's just, other people around. You're going to get there, Shaw, right? Then everybody gets stressed out in the mm-hmm. car. <laughs> we could, revi- we could revisit your, how upset <laughs> you get like about it. Sounds like we're about to. I don't like that. Uh, some common pet peeves. Uh, recent online survey. When someone's driving under the speed limit in the fast lane. More driving. 93% of people think it's okay to get angry about that one. Yes, I agree. I understand if you can't pull over right away because there's someone next to you or whatever mm-hmm. you're pa- mm-hmm. what I really do- what really drives me up a wall is the person who wants to pass the semi truck but then pulls into the left lane and and is like pacing them. Well, dude, yeah. pass, pass them. Go. 
get that's why you pulled out to get right. past them past them past the vehicle step next on to it you. and then come back right. to your normal right. speed uh when someone eats around you but you're not eating does that is that driving nuts is that a pet peeve no, no not at all only nine percent of people say you should be annoyed by that Ooh, here's Uh-oh. a common one what is this pull the paper roll wrong way mm. Is it on there at all? That's really my thing. Where it's like you sit down and you're like, oh, come on, people. I have learned, again, on, a people. wife issue. I love her to death. I have learned, because here's the problem. So the way her toilet is set up in the bathroom, in the in our bedroom, uh, it's, it's not an arm's length to get the extra roll of toilet paper. You have to get up, mm-hmm. take a step, and then open the cabinet while you're bent over, reach underneath <laughs> the sink, and get the extra roll of yes. toilet paper. So if in the mi- gymnastics move there. Well, so in the middle of the night, Shaw, when you're using the toilet, you know what I mean? Like for, you know, middle of the night toilet purposes, Shaw, that's not a good idea to have to get up, <laughs> walk a step in the dark, and try to fumble around under there with all the other crap. It's not a good idea. But. The reason why I bring that up is because my wife is notorious for not putting the ro- So I have learned from sitting down, having my business happen, and then realizing, oh, snap, she didn't put another roll of toilet paper on. That thing is always empty. So now you check. Now I check before I sit down. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't care whether it's out or just as I long care. as it's I, If it's not going over, I'm, I'm flipping it. Oh, no. I'll even flip it in a stranger's house. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean, Shaw? It's, I'm not doing it in like a public restroom, but if I go over someone's house, yeah. you'll flip and it. Oh, yeah. It's got to be coming over the top. It can't be going underneath. Uh, da, 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 da. How about this one, Gene? This is up your alley. When someone in front of you at the coffee place has a high maintenance order that takes forever, is that a pet peeve? No. I'm expecting high maintenance at a coffee place. Yeah, that's true. All the more reason not to go. Wouldn't care about that. 70 sec, uh, 76% uh, of people in this survey say it's fair to be annoyed by that person. That's a pet peeve. Look at those lines. Sometimes you're like, no wonder we have 8 million coffee shops and a new one opens every day. You people can't get enough. You guys are constantly waiting in line to get your screwy-ass orders. Just get some coffee and go. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Uh, well, this guy had a good gig going but found himself getting greedy. A former pizzeria owner in Boston has been sentenced to two years in prison for using over $660,000 in fraudulently obtained pandemic relief money to buy an alpaca farm. An alpaca farm. Yeah. Dana McIntyre. Those are like llamas, right? Yep. Of Vermont submitted a fraudulent application for a Paycheck Protection Program loan. He inflated the information about the pizzeria's employees and payroll expenses and falsified a tax form to try to qualify his business for a larger loan amount. Once he got the money, he sold his pizza joint and used nearly all of the money he had to buy an alpaca farm in Vermont. Is there more money in alpacas than there is in pizza? I don't know, but he also uh, spent money on a couple of different vehicles and bought weekly airtime on a radio show for his cryptocurrency-themed oh, radio program. Oh, this guy had his fingers in all the pies. <laughs> yes, he did. He was doing pizza. He was doing alpacas. He was doing Vermont. Yeah. He was doing Massachusetts. He was doing crypto. Podcasts. He has everything. Podcasts. This guy's crazy. Pizza, pizza. Al- alpacas. So many people took advantage of that whole thing. Yeah, Go they're figure. cracking down. They haven't found everybody, obviously. Oh, they're coming for they're you, They're getting though. a lot of that they're money back, as they should. It's not the guy from the Barstool Pizza, is it? No. Did you see guy. him? Boy, he was pissed. You know what I'm talking I didn't, about? I know Barstool. I didn't see the... You know, Portnoy does yeah. the Just One yes. Bite, right? He does the review, the pizza review. Mm-hmm. 
He went to a place in Somerville. I think it's called Dragon Pizza. If you haven't seen it, watch the video. All right. The guy that owns the place comes out and gives him what for, and Portnoy just tells him to go F him right there in the video. <laughs> go F yourself, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, it's great. <laughs> wonderful. Uh, this really is not the product you want this to happen with. A bunch of Paw Patrol snacks for Ooh. kids had to be recalled after someone realized the URL on the packaging was linking to a porn site. Ooh. It sounds like it only affected people in the UK. Any similar products sold in the US don't have that site listed. Like a scan the QR code yep. that goes to The recall <laughs> notice says two types of mini biscotti cookies had to be pulled from shelves along with two boxes of Fig Newton style fruit bars. Man, it's possible a hacker gained access, but it sounds more like somebody at the company just forgot to renew the site, lost access to it, and whoever scooped it up thought it would be funny. Or maybe it would be funny if somebody was uh, working and they copied the wrong right? URL when they were doing the graphic uh. design or whatever. Anyone who went to that link ended up on a strange page that featured explicit images and strange Chinese text. How apparently. explicit, Shaw? I didn't go there. I don't you, know. You know how you give parents PTSD, Shaw? How's that? Play this. That's yeah. enough. That's enough mental okay. damage for All this right. morning for those parents out there that had to hear that a million times a day. <laughs> I think Puck a, was one of them, right? Didn't he? Yeah. Didn't his kid? Paw Patrol. Right? There's a new one coming out in the theaters. Didn't his kids like get oh, in? Yeah. yeah, he's he's terrorized by that thing. Uh, a 42 year old man in Indiana got arrested over the weekend after he got naked, stood oh. in his doorway, and waved at people driving by. I don't think he was just naked. I think he was. Touchy feely. Well, he told cops well. he had a spiritual awakening and just wanted to quote spread some love, but they oh, yeah. also yeah, found meth on he the was man spreading some seed as well. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Mm. Story I read said he was gleefully uh, uh, aroused and touch, touching himself while while spreading love. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is a unique level of dumb. Cops in Nebraska released audio from back in March where a guy called 911 to report that someone was driving the wrong direction down a highway. I'm on Highway 77 going north, and there is somebody that is on the wrong side of the road. He had his brights on, man. He almost ran me off the road. Yeah, do you know why I stopped you? Yeah, because I was on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. yeah. Are you the one that called in? Yep. You were? Yeah, because I thought somebody was on the wrong side of the road. Nope. But it turned out it was you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, guess what? He'd been drinking. Uh, it turns out he was over the legal limit and was arrested. You're going the wrong way! What? You're going the wrong way! How does he know? we're going the wrong way. How does he know where Oh, he's drunk. He's drunk. How would he know where we're going? Right. Yeah, how would he know? <laughs> You're the guy that called. Yeah, man, I thought I people were going the wrong way. They were. Was, he was trying to do his civic duty and keep people safe, and he was the one who was putting them in danger. <laughs> it's more than one, too. It's like all these cars, like seven cars going the wrong way, man. <laughs> oh, man. This may have been the crappiest flight ever. I'm out. Again, uh, every time, Shaw, every time I, know, I pick it gets up, worse. we did, we were do, doing the VIPs and all that stuff, yes. and I thought I might be in, and now I'm and now out back again. Up. I'm, I'm out again. Well, think of the worst flight you've ever been on. Oh, Was it the turbulence, no. a crying baby, maybe an inconvenience Karen? Uh, I'd take any one of those over this. Oh, yeah. uh -oh. A Delta flight from Atlanta to Barcelona had to turn around on Friday. Was that like an 11, 12-hour flight? Yeah, I would think, yeah. Oh, God. Due to a, quote, 
biohazard issue. How what far happens? in were they before they had to turn around? Uh, you know? I think about four hours. So you're uh, two already, hours, sorry, two all hours. All right, that's not too, too bad. Two hours back, but still like biohazard because someone what? pooped themselves. One of the passengers had no. diarrhea. And unfortunately, somehow, gotcha. the situation was not contained to the lavatories. Someone posted a clip of the pilot talking to air traffic control, and he said, quote, we've had a passenger who's had diarrhea all the way through the airplane. Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. Yes. Yeah, they had to turn around, make an emergency landing. Delta hasn't given a lot of details. They described it as a medical issue, and but said the plane was deep cleaned in Atlanta. It finally landed in Spain about eight hours later than it was supposed to. I never uh, want to get on a plane again. I'm out uh, again. I think the only way I'm going to fly is if I take a private private jet somewhere. That is so. a medical issue. Mm, that's that fine, but just say, hey, you know what, look. Just say, look, I have diarrhea. I can't come out of the lab or else it's going to be everywhere. Okay, cool. We'll devote one... Pour, one, you know, bathroom toilet to for the rest of the flight just to you and your and your diarrhea, rather Ugh. than bringing it out here. Ugh, all the way through the plane. When you're sliding <laughs> into third and you're <laughs> feeling a greasy turd, Shaw. Uh, you're gonna need to diarrhea. Cha cha cha. So was it just actively leaking? Everywhere. I haven't seen video. I I don't know, but I when, can imagine when you're sliding into home and your pants are filled with foam. It's diarrhea. Cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha. When it comes out of your bum like a bullet from a gun. <laughs> diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Right, Shaw? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how it goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got any you want to add? No, I don't. When it's running down your leg like a delicious scrambled egg. <laughs> diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Hadn't heard that one before, diarrhea, so thank you. cha-cha-cha. It isn't very funny when it's really hot and runny. It's Diarrhea. It's not funny at all. I can't imagine it would be. Maybe we can make planes that are equipped with a diarrhea bathroom. <laughs> like below deck. Like You know what I mean, Shaw? Mm-hmm. Like, down in the co- is- like down in the hold where all the suitcases are. We have one where we just sequester people there with diarrhea. Go. Nobody wants to turn around the flight because you can't control your poop. No. But how horrifying for whoever that person. Ugh. Obviously, that was a whole nother What are they, thing. running up and down the aisle? I don't know. I can't Just figure that out. Pooping everywhere. <laughs> knocking dude out. I'm knocking dude out. I'm one punch, Shaw. You know the rules. That's knocking dude out. Was, Sorry, yeah, man. You're can't right. have that on the flight. No, you're Not. opening the door and you're talking to the flight attendant. Put the guy inside of, of a here. garbage bag. I can't come out of here. You're letting her, them remember know. The, remember the pool thing we did with Scrady with the bag? We put him in the bag and we tied him up bag. in the bag and we filled it with water? Ba- like a like a, a little his own personal pool. ghetto pool mm-hmm. or yeah. something, whatever it was, like that. Something like that. You put him in a big old garbage bag, like one of those outdoor lawn trash mm-hmm. ones, Shaw. That really thick and strong, and you stick him in there and you tie it off at the neck. <laughs> Give him enough room so he can breathe. At least his mess is contained. No, I think you want it up higher. You don't. I don't think you want it around the waist because then it's around not around the chest. Maybe. Maybe around the chest. Chest. And then it's self-contained, okay. and you put him downstairs. <laughs> Where the luggage is, are, you know, the suitcases. Can't do as much damage down there. The, and then we can just finish the flight and the guy will be all right. You know, and have a bag full of poo when you get there. I mean, there's only so much poo your body can have inside of it, right? I don't know. This was going all the way up and down the airplane. There's enough. God. Terrible. Was it a woman in a skirt? It doesn't say. It's happening. <laughs> Maybe. It's happening. It's happening. When you're climbing up a ladder and you hear a sudden splatter. <laughs> Diarrhea. Oh. 
Yeah, I'm never flying again, Shaw. Add that to the list. I might be with you. Karens and fake people and mm-hmm. plane issues. Colonial woman. <laughs> wing of the plane. Way. I don't know what she's doing out there. Poop guy. Can't do poop guy. <laughs> Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Fries and Shaw. The best of the morning sickness. Early for flapjacks. Only on 95.7 The Rock. This guy is a 1,000% red-blooded real American hero. Okay, I can't wait. Love this. Sad that it took so long, but such an amazing story. Okay. Can't wait to see the movie adaptation of this. 81-year-old Army veteran. Okay. Larry Taylor is the guy's name. Larry. Just got the Medal of uh, Honor, the MOH, the Medal of Honor at the White House. Got it yesterday. Helicopter pilot in Vietnam. Back in 1968, he disobeyed a direct order. And risked his own life uh, to save a four-man recon team that had got surrounded with no ammo. They had to hang on to the bottom of his helicopter while he flew uh, up to 1,500 feet to get them out. Yeah, like in the movies, you know, Arnold, get to the chopper! They got to the chopper, thanks to Larry. And they're holding on for dear life. And Larry's After this guy out. got told no by his commanding officer, uh, he said, F you, dude, I'm not leaving any guys behind. I'm going in there and I'm getting him out. And that's exactly what Larry Taylor did. And now he's a Medal of Honor recipient. He refused to give up, refused to leave a fellow American behind, refused to put his own life above the lives of others in need. When duty called, Larry did everything, did everything to answer. And because of that, he rewrote the fate of four families for generations to come. Only one of those men that he saved, by the way, is still living. Retired Army Ranger David Hill didn't get to meet Captain Taylor and thank him in person until 31 years later. Crazy, right? You think you bring him back? That you know each other immediately, yeah. And uh, this retired Army Ranger, by the way, is the one who, who did a lot of the pushing after he met Larry Taylor to get him the Medal of Honor. And uh, now Larry Taylor just got that Medal of Honor from the president yesterday. And if you want to read more about Larry Taylor, Uh. you you can certainly Google him. There's uh, a bunch of great articles about him. But uh, Army Captain Larry Taylor picking up four of his fellow soldiers during a firefight in Vietnam. The men clinging onto the outside of his helicopter. June 18th, 1968. Mm, 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 mm. Larry says, quote, my co-pilot says, sir, now that we've got him, what the hell are we going to do with him? <laughs> I said, I don't know. I didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> I mean, this has got movie written oh, all yeah. over it. I it mean, sure does. Unbelievable story. Matter of moments, Taylor decided to drop them at a nearby water treatment plant where other Americans were waiting on the ground. He says, quote, we took them down there and I landed and I left my wide landing lights on. So. The four of them ran out in front of the helicopter, and then they turned around and lined up all four of them, saluted, and then ran for the lights. So, yeah, they disappear. He's out there flying missions in his helicopter. Doesn't know who they are. And then 31 years later, finally meets one of the men, the retired Army Ranger, David Hill, who after, you know, their paths cross again, says, you know what, we're getting that guy the MOH, and that's exactly what he did. 
That's so cool. Oof. Shivers, man. Shivers. Larry Taylor, by the way, uh, is the guy's name. Army veteran Larry Taylor, Medal of Honor. If you want to give it a Google and read more about him. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot got. Boots been, have your boots been under? I don't know. I don't know. But do you know what hot betting is? I do not. Hot bedding? Betting. B- hot bedding. B-E-D-D-I-N-G. I had an electric blanket when I was young. That was uh, hot bedding. That was not, hot bedding. That's not hot bedding. Gene? Uh, uh, is this, do you fart and put the covers over it? That's called the Dutch oven. Dutch oven. But that, Dutch oven. Hot Which, oven. by the way, my wife has been looking to buy one, apparently. <laughs> I just can't. Oh, I'm real yeah. Dutch oven? Oh, yeah. Well, she's like, you well, you know, one. I was looking online at this yep. Dutch oven. like, and, uh, you know. It's just, yeah, uh, yeah. No. help yourself, right? No, Dutch oven is uh, not what you're, oh. what is hot bedding, Shaw? You Shaw. want to take another stab it's at hot. it? Uh, it's I'm going to guess that's where you put hot water bottles in your bed. Ooh, that's yes. a good one, though. That's a good one. Did you know, this, is, uh, this was one of the coolest things I ever learned uh, taking a tour. If you go to Harvard, right, Cambridge, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. right outside of Boston, sure. and you take the unofficial Harvard tour, which is the one across the street at the newsstand, uh, it's led by, uh, it's not led by students, it's led by, um, what's the, alumni, uh, people okay. that yeah, used to yeah, go yeah. there. Yeah. So if you walk around some of the sidewalks, the brick sidewalks outside of Harvard, there are dents, huge, like, sort of craters, if you will, in the, in the, Divots in the into cement, the- and, you, you know... You wonder how that happened. Well, the reason, Shaw, is because back in the early days of Harvard uh, Law School, they would heat up cannonballs, essentially, these big, giant metal balls uh, in a fire. And because they didn't have furnaces or oil heat or, or, you know, Mm. or or any, you know, or fireplaces or whatever. So they would heat up these huge cannonballs and then they would put them in the rooms to sort of heat up the room uh, with radiant heat throughout the night. And then in the morning when they would wake up, rather than try to carry those things down, they just throw them out the window and they would dent the sidewalk. Anyways, that has nothing to do with hot bedding. It was just a really unique thing I learned, and I just it's always stuck with me. Uh, Hot bedding is apparently where you charge people to lay in bed with you without doing any sex. What? What? Remember the hug thing? Yes. Yeah, that was in Madison, the hug house or whatever it was. Yeah. Well, this is like that, but it's uh, a woman who basically didn't have a job, was looking to make some money, and so she sold her uh, one half of her bed so that strangers could come sleep with her uh, because they are looking for a platonic. Sleeping, sleeping arrangement without the the sexiness. Can't they just get twin beds? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, sounds I don't like know. she wants a sleep partner. She, she apparently gets six hundred bucks a month for this thing. Uh, she welcomes strangers into her bed every night. It's become a profitable practice uh, for this woman who says she uh, gets about six hundred bucks a month renting out the unoccupied side of her mattress where her ex boyfriend once slept for a couple of years. Uh, it's called hot bedding. It's a trend, Shaw. It's trending. There's more than one person doing this. Well, yeah, once somebody finds a, you know. And this isn't just people. You can't be some lady in a trailer park with hairy armpits. I'm sorry. You're probably not going to have a lot of customers coming over for hot bedding. You have to look like this woman on the internet that's doing the hot bedding. Okay. Uh, She says, uh, by the way, uh, Monique Jeremiah is her name. She's from Australia. She said, quote, hot bedding is excellent for people who are able to detach emotionally and sleep next to another person in a completely respectful and non-strings-attached manner. Uh, no. So is this like some an option for somebody who's living in a van down by the river to have a bed? Or well, is this like... Uh, on, the, just- on the flip side of that, I'm assuming that some smelly guy 
who maybe lives in the park. I don't want you in my can't bed. Can't pay right? the eighty bucks to come and sleep in her bed with her, right? <laughs> this is, I mean, let's be honest here. It's not just open for anybody. It's got to be a select clientele. Uh, she says it takes two people who respect each other's space, values, and boundaries to do hot bedding. It's just like sharing a room with two beds. No, it's, however, not. No, it's not at all. However, you can only sleep in the same bed together, so you definitely won't. No, I'll listen. It's annoying enough to sleep with somebody I love. I've watched a lot of those videos on the internet where strangers sleep in the, you know, and you know, you know what happens at the end of those? They, they, they steal your money and leave? They snore no. or breathe weird. No, or they end up having sex, Sean. Those place. are the videos I'm watching. Come on now, get with the times. They hog the covers, Sean. Uh, what part of this sounds great? Is None of it. allowed? I'm just curious what the rules are here. Uh, no touching. Jeremiah, by the way, is the founder of Diversity Models, an agency that specializes in providing curvy cultural and mature-aged models for businesses uh, began leasing out her boudoir at the onset of the pandemic, which is a great time to invite strangers into your <laughs> house. Into your right bed. when we're in a worldwide pandemic. Come but, and breathe on me. I don't know. 600 bucks a month ain't worth sleeping with a bunch of strangers and randoms. No. no. I mean, if I've got a spare bed in a different room, I don't even want to sleep. But... I wouldn't even want to sleep with friends in I, my room. People I know. Like I, you know, my, my wife. Okay, fine, whatever. All right, that's what it's designed for, right? But my my best friend donut coming over six hundred bucks. No, go get your own mm-hmm. damn bed for six hundred bucks. No. Get out of here. No, hot bedding is mm-hmm. a thing. Restless legs and all that. Oh, Who needs God. all Farting that? Farting and skin and hair. Hogging things. Are they bringing their own dog? I mean, what's the sit here? The mouth breathing. What if they got a CPAP that that's beeps a- in the middle of the night? What if they die in your bed in the middle of the night? How do you explain that? Yeah. How do you call the cops on that one? Uh, well, we were hot bedding. What? Excuse me? <laughs> Some stranger. They just sleep in there. That's all it was. <laughs> they paid me to sleep in my bed. I don't know how they had turned up dead. I have no idea what happened. Hot bedding. Oh, thanks. Ay, ay, ay. No. Yeah, and you're not letting the smelly kid from class no. sleep in your bed. No. no. We all know what's going on over there. And I don't. Monique yeah. Jeremiah. <laughs> not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. Better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. You know what today is. It is National Read-A-Book Day. I love to read. I love reading. I love reading. You should celebrate. How would I do that? Read a book. Hey, do you know where I could find any books? Where do I find the books? Your local library. Here, read a book. Yeah, go read a book. Reading a book. What book am I reading? What book is everyone reading? I'm reading your book. It's a real page turner. Showtime. National Read-A-Book Day, Shaw. Okay. Also, National Coffee Ice Cream Day. That's my wife's favorite. I can't get into that. Occasionally, I don't mind, but it's not something I crave in terms of ice cream. I want stuff in my ice cream. Yeah, I like chocolate and chunks and Mm. M&Ms and things like that, but uh, National Read-A-Book Day. Want to improve your brain, lower stress, and increase your vocabulary? Try reading a book. How do you turn this on? I don't think I have an adapter for that. Reading a book can also alleviate depression. Can't find the interface control. Reading a book can also help with sleep and improve your ability to empathize. I keep pinching the page. How do you zoom in? Oh, man, we are screwed. (laughs) How do you change the font size? Reading a book. It's ridiculous. You know what? I still can't find the USB port. Or is this a wireless book? Never mind. (laughs) Want to play Minecraft or Fortnite? How do I delete it when I'm done with it? (laughs) Please read the books that are in my free little library. Come Mm -hmm. take one. Take them all. We had a nice gentleman show up the other day. We actually came home when he was... 
taking books? He was standing there. He had parked across the street. He was looking in the free little library. I don't know if he took anything. All I know is that after he was done, the books were very well arranged. He had, like, gone through and rearranged the books. I don't know what the hell he was. I don't know if it's, like, his quest in life. The Dewey Decimal System? Yeah. Do you know the Dewey Decimal System? I have no idea what happened. All I know is we pulled up. He was very cordial. He said hi. And then I, I said, please take all the books. And he laughed. And then he left. And then when I went out front, all the books all, were. Because normally, like I told you, my buddy, yeah, he just shoves them in there with his stupid scratch. Like, my buddy's also shoving, losing scratchers <laughs> in my free little library. And uh, I don't know if this gentleman took it as a, an affront to his, his you know policies in life. But organized. he just said, nope. Yep, he organized them. You're a comedian. You make people laugh. I try. You think this is all a big joke, don't you? <laughs> no, I don't. I saw you on TV once. I remembered your name from my list. I looked it up. Sure enough, it checked out. You think because you're a celebrity that somehow the law doesn't apply to you, that you're above the law? Certainly not. Well, let me tell you something funny, boy. <laughs> you know that little stamp? The one that says New York Public Library? Well, that may not mean anything to you, but that means a lot to me. One whole hell of a lot. Sure, go ahead. Laugh if you want to. I've seen your type before. Flashy, making the scene, <laughs> flaunting convention. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. What's this guy making such a big stink about all library books? Well, let me give you a hint, Junior. Maybe we can live without libraries, people like you and me. Maybe. Sure, we're too old to change the world. What about that kid that sitting kid. down, opening a book right now in a branch of the local library and finding drawings of peepees and wee-wees <laughs> and the cat in the hat and the five Chinese brothers? Bookman. What a great character. Read a book day, Shaw. Okay. Looks like we got ourselves a reader. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you reading that for? I uh, I used to love reading. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. And I I also loved TV uh-huh. when I was younger, so I could do both. Yeah. I don't know. Now I'm older. I don't do it. I you don't, don't do read? the reading. No, I don't know why. I, I love pick, getting lost in a good book. I I uh, I w- I read all of Dean Koontz's books. Yes. Like when I was a kid, yep. I, I went. I I voracious appetite shot when Did it came to reading Stephen King I never got into King I mean I, I, I like his movies so I guess I probably would enjoy his books mm-hmm. obviously they're they're loosely yeah. based if yeah, you yeah, will yeah. you know uh, a lot of uh, you same know. kind of writer but I, there was an author named Brian Lumley as well who wrote a bunch of uh, books about uh, vampires and stuff and I really got into that so I don't I don't know what happened I don't know if I had like an, a moment or an incident or something but there was some point in my life, Shaw, where I just stopped kind of reading books and mm-hmm. now. Go out to your little library. And yeah. Get yeah. Little <laughs> yeah, so I can read a book called The Stud. <laughs> Every time I run into hot sauce, he's like, hey, how's that book, The Stud? I'm like, I don't know. It's on my counter. My wife hasn't read it yet. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Brought, Brought to you, you by, by Crack Lumber. Where's this coming from, man? 95.7. The Rock. Uh, we begin in Edgewater, Colorado, where home security cameras captured a bizarre crime spree. Uh-oh. Police say a naked man forced his way into two homes and physically fought with the people who lived there. Oh, snap. You wake up that in the middle of the night and well, you have to fight dur- with a naked during dude. the day, actually. Oh, it's even worse. You right. can see his junk dangle dangling all over the place. Uh, the, the man said his wife had just walked out of the house and was getting into her car when she noticed a man who was wearing nothing but a trash bag. Hmm. Then he walked into the house, and that's when it became physical. The guy started chasing, yelling at him, pushing him, and they started a bit of a wrestling match. The guy escaped, ran over to the neighbor's house, and got in there, too. 
Uh, once again, homeowners got into a physical fight with the suspect before he took off running down the alley, no longer wearing a trash bag, now completely naked. He's a large <laughs> no. dude. About 6'5", 250 pounds. Mm -hmm. The suspect is believed to have been high on methamphetamine at the time. He was resistant to police commands. They deployed a taser and were able to take him into custody. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Uh Uh-huh. Lucky that's all that happened to him. Break into my house for a whole different end of that story. Exactly. Uh, Bradenton, Florida... Not sure what was going on here, but a man was arrested after police say he opened fire on several people in the parking lot of a funeral home after a service. Sean Phillips has been arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a firearm and a number of other charges after injuring two people in the shooting. Do they know if he knew the person? It's not. They haven't speculated what was going on here, but this guy lives above the funeral home where the service was being. They have an apartment above the funeral home. Apparently, what the hell kind of? What kind of... Well, people... What? Wait a minute. Are these discount funerals or something? Like 20 bucks will get you in the ground? I mean, what? Yeah, I, 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 well, I've heard of families that run funerals. Families, sure, yeah. Living in that, the house right. Are you saying this it. dude just rents an apartment above the funeral? Well, he lives there. I don't know the circumstances. Okay, of, all right. The all arrangement. Right. I, thought, but, I thought you... Maybe but from he, the apartment above, he fired on several people that were standing in the parking lot of the funeral home okay. after a service. One person returned fire, hitting Oh, my God, they're shooting at each other. And a 13-year-old girl who also lives above the funeral home. Oh, my God. The girl is recovering. Phillips remains hospitalized. He'll be taken to jail once he gets out. Shoot them all. But you got to have a lot of hate in your heart to start shooting people at a funeral right. home. By the way, the guy who returned fire is not facing charges. Well, yeah, he's trying to protect himself right, from right. the guy upstairs. Right. I lived above a daycare once. It was called the Eager Beaver Daycare. Ain't no shootings going on up there, Shaw. <laughs> That's good. I don't know what the hell's happening at these funeral homes mm-hmm. in Florida. People yeah. be shooting at each other. The family, amazingly, doesn't consider this to be that big of a deal, but a three-legged bear known as tripod yeah broke into a florida home over the weekend and decided to have himself a party woman who lived there uh, says her security camera uh, went off and she saw that tripod the bear was paying her house a visit Uh, uh, her 13 year old son was home at the time heard the family dog barking Uh that's when he spotted tripod breaking in by tearing a hole in the patio screen he then headed to the family's fridge and made himself at home he was even able to open the door he took three white claws, drank them, yeah. and left very happy. Apparently, his I favorite bet. flavor is mango and strawberry. Oh, nice. This was the second time a bear had broken through the patio screen. The family said Tripod is a well-liked member of the neighborhood. We respect his habitat as much as we can. Not when he's coming in my house. Maybe, no, that's maybe, not his habitat. Maybe no. leave a 12-pack of those outside. outside? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so his own cooler. Tripod. Right, a little tripod cooler, right? <laughs> Stick him in there. He can come by, and he can just have himself a day. Bears can smell the menstruation. Like when we do mobile meals, and we put the food outside for them later. It's like that. Tripod just comes yep, up and exactly goes to his like cooler. That. Those people are just wild three-legged bears. <laughs> no, no, no. But then it's right there for him when he comes to the door. Just I thought it. you were the one with the feelings, and that's how I'm you refer saying, to these people, these poor no, people. No, I'm just saying that's what we do to make it convenient, and this would be convenient for the bear. Yeah, it would Stay be Stay out convenient. of my house. Yeah, just keep the bear outside. Leave the white claws outside. out there. Yeah. Maybe get him a vending machine. Or a you know little, what I mean? Where he can press the button and have a little interaction, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Little, yeah. Anything to keep him out of the house. Little pool yeah. so he can chill out in the Only pool. Only you can prevent wildfires. Do a little and swimming. Drink a little white tripod, claw. Tripod. <laughs> take a dip. I like the fact that they're not all that aggro about killing this bear, right? right? Because like, usually that's what we hear. Like, is when the bear starts getting into the house on a regular basis, because you said it's the third time? Second, at least the second. Yeah. Is it because he has three legs? Yeah, I think people are... In, in, they whatever. don't want to kill him as much? <laughs> yeah, and he, they said, beloved member of the yeah, neighborhood. They said that. Because it's... Yeah, he's got the three legs. Which leg is missing? I don't know. 
You knew I was going to ask. Yeah, kind of did. It's got to be a back one, doesn't it? Front yeah, seems front. difficult. Seems front. Front's better. Because in the back, you can sit down and you can, you know what I mean? You can yeah, still I don't know. sit down. Tripod, and, you know, it you can sit down in front of the fridge, open that bad boy up with your one hand, and then you can. Three legged bear, there he is. Let's see. What is he missing? He guzzles it, apparently. Does he oh, open it or does he just rip it open and just. Oh, it is front. I told you. I knew it would be front. What do you mean? Big Bird, chase! Yeah, it is. Big Bird, chase! What did he say? What? Big Bird, chase me! Tripod chase me, Shaw. <laughs> Got his white claws. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. That's right. <laughs> Saturdays from 6 until 10. It's the best of the morning sickness. The morning sickness. I like the morning show. They got some good comedy going on. It's hilarious. It's a good morning show. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Premium products. Superior service since 1948. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7. The Rock. Times are tough for many Americans, but for some, they're even tougher. But now, you can help. Recently, Christine Baumgartner discovered she'll only receive a measly $63,000 a month for child support. That's a paltry $21,000 a month for each of the three children. Sure, it adds up to $756,000 a year, but keep in mind, they're teenagers. Do you have any idea how much teens cost these days? Times are so tough, Christine is considering the unthinkable, actually going to work to help make ends meet. Don't let this happen. Please give whatever you can to the My Kids Are Used to Luxury Fund. Christine will count your donations while the teens are staying at their dad's. Because no kid should have to attend middle school wearing Skechers. (laughs) Have you heard about this? This is Kevin Costner's uh, Yeah. Much like a shivering dog chained up outside of a house, yeah. this, this poor woman is only getting $63,000 a month in child support from Kevin Costner. 756000 a year in child support for the three kids who, by the way, aren't really kids. They're in their teens. They're kids, but yeah. they're not babies. They're, mm-hmm. they're not. They're still expensive, but yes, yeah, she should be just fine. I Kevin Costner's estranged wife, Christine Baumgartner, last week got child support knocked down to $63,000 a month. I think she got the house, too, right? And, like, he he had to, like, get her evicted or something like that. Well, it was pretty acrimonious. Yeah, nasty, yeah. Uh, a mere paltry $63,000 a month, by the way. Can you imagine every first of the month you get a nice $63,000 check? That's not even the alimony check. That's just child support. That's just the child support. Oh, my God. Again, that adds up to about $750,000 a year in just child support. Yep. While she's not uh, apparently taking it very well, Shaw, she's uh, dirt poor. Oh, poor thing. She has no no means of income. Mm-hmm. She has no way to support herself. I will look into the steps I need to take and any schooling I need to do, and I will enter the workforce. <laughs> just, yeah. By the way, she was asking for one hundred and sixty-one. Thousand dollars per month. Mm-hmm. Uh, in court last week, she said that living a luxurious life was quote in the kids' DNA at this point, which I get. I get right. Like, look, we've been living like kings. We're rich. Well, now all the. But yeah. do you think Kevin Costner's not going to like on his side of the you know equation but, that he's not going to take care of him? That's what I'm saying. The majority of that money that she's you know upset about is the money she's going to use for herself. She's used to living the luxurious life. Yeah. Now, guess what? Kevin Costner's got better plans. He's kicking your ass to the mm-hmm. curb. Get a job, you bum. <laughs> God, I got to marry Kevin Costner. Right. Marry. 
Get some of that child support. How do I support. get that? Can I get I child can. support by marrying Kevin Costner? You can. No? No. Is that not a thing? Mm-mm. Man. Poor lady. <laughs> it's like uh. Oprah and The Rock. They're getting handled for their whole Maui thing. Apparently, Oprah's very disliked on the island of Maui. She's got some pretty large property there. Yeah. And then she starts this thing with The Rock and like, hey, we're trying to get you guys to donate money to help Maui. I was like, bitch, you pay for it. You're a billionaire. The comments. Have you read any about? Oh, man. Oh, Oh, I bet they're glorious, though. Like, why are you asking us for money when you could take it? Well, and I think people like The Rock. I think he's Uh, a. I I think maybe this is not really, you know, I think he got roped into it and he wants to help legitimately. He's, you know, got family and, and, you know, but, uh, but the Oprah thing, yeah, people are like, you're you're a billionaire. You you pay for it. What the hell is my ten bucks gonna do? You pay, and they put in money to this yes, Maui I'm fund sure thing. I'm sure that they did. Significant, but not significant in the terms of, and it's a tax write off. And they'll find some loophole. They got lawyers and accountants and people that'll figure out a way that they don't actually have to pay that money. I didn't. Know It'll that. come from a foundation or something that they set up, and it's yeah, oh yeah, it's all crooked. You keep being charitable. I'll keep. Towing the line over here, okay. Mr. Non Charity. Okay. Teenagers playing. are expensive. Hashtag. Oh, I'm, I'm not, but not $63,000 a month expensive. Unless you're having no, dinner but... for 25 cross country runners, then, then you wouldn't have to cheap out on the pasta. You yeah. could get some pizzas or something. I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Premium products, superior service. Since 1948, the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Beer with my friends. I liked beer. I still like beer. Perfect day for you then, Mr. Kavanaugh, because it's National Beer Lovers Day. National Beer Lovers Day. And I got some fest beers in my fridge. Just call them my name, Shaw. Uh Got to mow that lawn. Drink that beer. NFL football tonight, National Beer Lovers Day. It all sort of goes together, Good doesn't combination it? combination there, Doesn't yeah. it? Uh, National Beer Lovers Day, best beer for your Zodiac sign. Ah, okay. <laughs> Some astrology nut posted a list of the best beer to drink for each Zodiac sign. Now, there's no science here, Shaw. Right. But let's have some fun with it. What's your Zodiac sign? You're born in September? Yes, I'm a Virgo. You're a Virgo. Uh, Virgo, Michelob Ultra, because Virgos are health conscious, and Mick Ultra is so watered down, it's sometimes called the Gatorade of beers, mm-hmm. is it? I guess I didn't know that. I knew it was Again, conscious. these are not my words. Locale. These are the words right. of, a, of a Zodiac nut, some, you know, goofball that's got the thing on the wall, and when the moon is in the sun and the house in the rising and all this yep. crap. You know what I'm talking about, Shaw, right? Mm-hmm. Waxing, waning. But I do not care for Mick Ultra. But. Okay, well, Mick Ultra is the beer for you because it's your zodiac sign. Junior August, what are you, Leo? I'm Leo. Leo. Uh, Corona. Because it's Spanish for crown and Leo is the sign of royalty. You know, Seems I don't, like a stretch. You know what I don't think of when I think of Gene? Royalty. What? It's also sun. The sun. Is there a beer called stress? That What's Spanish for stress? <laughs> Stop. I, d- I do like a refreshing Corona on a hot summer day. So, Oh, hey, listen, I've enjoyed Coronas in the past. I'm not dissing yeah, Corona. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. There's a place for it. Uh, I am a Taurus. I was born uh, in May, and uh, my apparent uh, beer for my Zodiac sign is Miller High Life. Okay, because? The champagne of beers, right, Shaw? Yes, it is. Because you, quote, love a good time and a fine bargain. Okay. 
Doesn't say anything about wasting money on spooky spins in there. <laughs> Having a crippling gambling you addiction. Cheap beer, you got more money to gamble with. Uh, that's true. Unless you get chips, free chips, Shaw. That's the beauty of carrying around that big bag of chips I got. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can afford to gamble more because I don't have to pay for my beer today. Uh, I, I, I'm not saying I don't like Miller High Life, but it's not my go-to. Right. Uh, apparently, I should have been born. When's, what's cancer? Was that uh, June? I was going to say May into June. It, the dates aren't exact to the month, right? What's right. cancer? Is it after Taurus? Uh, Blue Moon, which is my go-to beer when uh, I'm not drinking okay. like crafty, crafty ones, Shaw, like mm-hmm. my, my, my everyday drinker. You know, mm-hmm. I think everybody's got one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, because cancers are, quote, ruled by the moon. And because cancers are nostalgic, baseball is nostalgic, and Blue Moon was the brainchild of a place called the Sandlot Brewery at Coors Field in Denver. Actually, it's late June into July. Okay. Uh, if you're an Aries, you drink Modelo. That's the best beer for your sign because you're not afraid of a of a fight in Modelo. Modelo partners with the UFC on what? This has nothing to do with your Zodiac sign. No, no, no. But conversation piece. Gemini's are uh, apparently their their beer for the their Zodiac sign is Budweiser Shaw. Okay. Uh, because of uh, Gemini's being, um, it has I don't know. Clydesdales and Frog, it's, I don't know, it makes no damn sense. Sagittarius Sapporo, which is the Japanese beer, yep. right? Uh, because you're adventurous, according to this guy, this, uh, this. You're, yeah, more willing to try something new. Astrology Nut says, uh, you're adventurous, and the guy who created it was apparently adventurous. He left Japan in the 1860s at age 17, which was forbidden back then, and then studied brewing in Germany. Hmm. And he was an Aquarius, not a Sagittarius, but they say Sapporo. Interesting uh, life story. What, what, what do you got for your kids? What are your kids, Shaw? What do you got? What's uh, what's Hannah? Hannah Banana. Um, what's her zodiac sign? I don't know. You don't? <laughs> I have no idea what their zodiac Fatherhood sign is. Fatherhood 101 right yeah, there. No, I, don't, I barely know her name. Bad. Have you I ever seen the, the video where pay, they ask them their birthdays paid, and they don't even know right. that, let alone the signs? What's her birthday? April. April. What's April? Well, is she late April? Uh, 22nd of April. So she's probably a Taurus. A Taurus. So she's like me. She's a Miller Highlight. Mm-hmm. What about Jackson? Uh, March. March, March. 20, March 3rd, rather. So he'd be a Gemini. Uh, I'm not even sure. Aries, maybe? Aries. No. That was the uh, Modelo. Yeah. Does he like to fight, Jackson? Is he a fighter? Not, he's not really a fighter. No, he's a Pisces, Shaw. Pisces. He's a Pisces. Pisces. Okay. We haven't heard that one yet. Pisces. Heineken. Oh, I've French. seen him drink Heineken. Would you like some French cries, some Heineken? Yeah. <laughs> uh, because you like pleasing people. And the guy who founded their ad department once said, I don't sell beer, I sell enjoyment. Huh. The guy who knows his business. Interesting. That sounds like a pairing. Adam, what's uh, Adam's a big time crafty, crafty yes, guy. Yes, he is. February. February. What's that? Uh, <laughs> That's Gemini. Aquarius. Did Aquarius. You do that one. Uh, Aquarius. Stella Artois. Ooh. Uh, because the tarot card for Aquarius is the star card, and Stella means star in Latin. So. Got it. So I don't know. Some. I'm not putting a lot of stock in this. No. Thing. No. 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 I'm gonna drink what I like, regardless <laughs> of what my zodiac says. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> That much, but National Beer Lovers Day. If you're going to drink beer today, make it something good. Ryan, Ryan, Gene, Gene, Shaw, Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. The opening week of Green Bay Packers quarterback Jordan Love's first season as a starter is getting a bit more challenging. Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs did not practice yesterday because of hamstring injuries. That raises the Uh-oh. possibility the Packers might not have either of their top. 
top two receivers on Sunday at Chicago. Consider that one more obstacle Love is facing as he prepares for the task of replacing four-time MVP quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Love will be making just his second career start Sunday as the Packers try to beat the Bears for a ninth consecutive time. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Speaking of football. Yeah. Most annoying NFL fan base. Hmm. It's not me. No? I think maybe five years ago when Tom Brady was still with the Patriots, yeah, it was probably Patriots fans. We could be a little bit abrasive. You win six Super Bowls in mm-hmm. all those years, Shaw. Get, get some bragging rights here. Get, get to talking. Get yep. to saying some things. Uh, but no, we didn't even crack the top ten. Really? Is it the Eagles? The Eagles are uh, number two, mm-hmm. by the way. Okay. I mean, they're those are just a bunch of dirty, disgusting right. criminals, don't they? Yeah. But Lots in terms of, of annoying, okay. annoying, 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 uh, Broncos. Nope. I'm thinking maybe the Bills. Bills are number three, Sean. Okay, good. Job. I don't find. I mean, it's just that they're they're stupid. <laughs> wow. The Bills mafia. They jump on. Yeah, tables. yeah, 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 yeah. The whole table thing is all right. It's over, dude. Like right. it hasn't worked. You guys have. You have. Quite honestly, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I mean, if you're talking top-tier quarterbacks, you're talking Patrick Mahomes and then Josh Allen. Probably, yeah. One, two, maybe somewhere in the top three. And you haven't got it done. You haven't haven't done anything. You haven't won nothing. Is it America's team? Yeah. Yeah. Cowboys? Yeah. Good call. Anytime you brand yourself America's team when there's, Uh you know, 29, 30 other teams, whatever it is, Shaw. Yeah. And and you haven't won diddly poo in thirty a long years, time, yeah. right? You know what I mean. You're 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 living off receipts there, man. Uh-huh. Similar to Packer fans in the uh, '80s, you know, living off those receipts from the from the heyday before they finally got Brett Favre in there to win a Super Bowl. Uh, Dallas Cowboy fans, according to a recent survey, are the most annoying fans. They base this, by the way, on social media posts. So obviously, it's a lot of you know bleep talking and and bragging rights and all that stuff. Eagles fans, number two. Very close second, by the way. Bills fans come in third. Kansas City Chiefs fans, obviously, with the the recent run of success in Kansas City, number four. Packer fans, still, number five. Really? They can be abrasive. Yeah, you people are annoying. Stop it. You are. I hate to say it. You can be. I got shoved for no reason at a Packer game. I know, but a lot of people have great experiences when they go to Lambo. Yeah, they're called Packer fans. Yeah, no. (laughs) Uh, Bengals fans, number six. Really? Uh, What the hell's going on? They haven't won anything either. They got Joe Burrow, and, you know, he's got a lot of cock of the walk thing going on. But, But yeah, they haven't won anything ever, right? I mean, when when, when did they ever win a Super Bowl? Uh, A long time ago, right? Yeah. Uh, Bears fans at number seven. Shaw, you people are disgusting. Mm-hmm. You make me sick. It's true. Bears fans. Uh, Jets fans, number eight, I suppose, when you get Aaron Rodgers. Those, and that stupid fireman guy. He's just, all mm-hmm. right, dude, you can spell Jets. Way, way to go. Four letters. Why don't you spell something else? Something like commiserate. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, misery. Why don't you try mm-hmm. misery? All right. Jets haven't won anything since Joe Namath, right? Yep. But they're annoying. Giants fans at number 10 or 9, and then number 10 is the Ravens. Uh, Ravens fans. Least annoying fan base, according to this survey, Shaw. Minnesota Vikings. The Jaguars. <laughs> no. No. Jaguars. Eh, nobody cares. You know what I mean? The Jaguars. You're in Jacksonville. Eh, it's just sort of this throwaway they franchise. They have a football team? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. They got Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, no big surprise there. Cowboys fans. Super annoying. According to this recent online survey where they 
They basically looked at social media posts. There's no real science behind it. Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by Kraft Lumber. Only on. Favorite station. 95.7 The Rock. Uh, Lakeville, Massachusetts. Uh, People have spotted an emu, a large bird native to Australia, roaming around that Massachusetts town. The emu has been seen in numerous areas, which makes it harder to pinpoint one area where they can try and corral the bird. Uh, Emus, native to Australia, are the second largest bird species in the world, behind only the ostrich. They have an average height of 5 feet 7 inches and can weigh more than 120 pounds. A man experienced in catching emus is volunteered to help the like animal one control department. Is his name I, Doug? Uh-huh, I've got experience Does he sell in insurance? emus. Uh, but first, they need to figure out where the emu hangs out the most. Turns out the person who owns the emu... Recently moved out of state, and the bird apparently made a break for it on moving day. The bird's like, I'm not going nope. with you. I'm staying no, here, man. Uh-uh. I got everything I need right here. Oh, man. Poor emu. Uh, the latest on that poop plane. Oh, the yes. diarrhea. Did you see the video? No. Oh, I don't want to see the video. Not of the person doing the diarrhea, but the leftovers, Shaw. It's it's a lot. Apparently, it's it was a, a moment. It's, yeah, it, 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 it definitely needed to... Be, uh, be over. Well, the plane that was forced to turn around just two hours after takeoff after a passenger suffered a horrific bout of diarrhea while on board ended up undergoing an intensive five-hour cleanup operation which saw the carpet completely torn up and yeah. replaced. All right, that, that uh, I'm with you. At least they didn't clean it. They're like, take it out, yes. take the seats out, yes. sanitize, hose them down, yep. ultraviolet lights, the whole nine, <laughs> dunk them in acid, whatever right. you gotta do. This uh, Delta flight was en route from Atlanta to Barcelona when it had to make a decision to turn around after a passenger suffered diarrhea all through the plane. Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, once they finally touched down in Atlanta, ground crews went on a cleaning mission to disinfect the plane and clear it of any lingering odors. It took around five hours. Uh, the crew even tearing up and replacing the carpet on board. Good. Whoa. Yeah, that was some, well, it needed it. You got, if you haven't, did you, are you watching it? Uh, uh, Barstool had uh, uh, several other outlets, but I saw it on Barstool. Uh, they had a clip of the, somebody on Twitter posted it. Like, to, was leaving the plane and Well, yeah, somebody it? on the, I think maybe it was someone that was cleaning the plane, because the plane's empty. No one's on the plane. And then there's, yeah, they're, they're kind of scanning the aisle, and you can see. Yeah, it's big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, A man in Florida is facing federal charges after the U.S. Coast Guard caught him some 70 miles off the coast of Georgia in a homemade hydropod, kind of like one of those giant hamster wheels. Not not the first time this guy's done this, though. No, The guy's name is Reza Bulaki. He's a marathon runner who says he's trying to run to London. When the Coast Guard found him, he wasn't exactly calm about the situation and refused to leave the vessel for three days. They said they were cutting short his unsafe voyage, and Reza responded by threatening to kill himself with a knife and claiming to have oh. a bomb aboard. Okay. Why do we got to worry about this guy? Turned out to be fake. What is he? Yeah, but all this, all the, the bomb, just let him go. Yeah. Why do we care? I if don't this know. guy wants to Darwin himself, then why is it illegal? It? Who cares? I don't know. Uh, this is, we, oh, this is not the first time he's been caught in the same hamster wheel. He was apprehended at least three previous times, including two years ago when he was trying to make it from Florida to New York. We let those people go to the Titanic. We let him go down there with an right? Xbox control. Just let him go. Mm-hmm. Why are we so afraid times. of Darwinism? Just let him go. He's Anything you want, do it. Don't listen to anybody. You're chasing your dream. My goal is raise money, not just for homeless people. Raise money for Coast Guard. Raise money for police department. He's a survivor. 
survivalist. He can survive anywhere for days, weeks. He's got everything he needs to keep him safe. I don't even uh, remember when that was, but that was him the, one of the first times yeah, he did it. A couple years ago, yeah. 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 Just let him go. He, he really wants to be in that ball. Uh, he does, very much so. <laughs> yeah, right? uh, bear experts are clear about what to do if you encounter a black bear. Yeah. They say you should stand your ground, okay. make a lot of noise, yep. wave your arms around to yep. make yourself look bigger, try to scare them and generally first. try to scare the bear away. Yep. Yep. Or you could ignore all that sound advice and do what this guy did and just simply herd a bear away from your lakeside patio party with the self-assuredness of a nightclub bouncer. Uh, the footage uh, has surfaced on Barstool Philly's Instagram account, and it's causing an uproar. In the video, a group of people appear to be hanging out next to a lake on some kind of an outdoor patio. A guy in a cutoff T-shirt and basketball shorts ushers a large, ambling black bear yeah. away, Brad. steering it past hanging baskets of flowers and tiki torches. Yeah. Once the guy and the bear reach the gate, there's a pause. The bear clearly doesn't want to leave and makes this known by reaching up and swatting the guy uh, on his torso. But Mike barely budges, instead sticking a finger in the bear's face and pointing it out of the patio like he's putting a stubborn dog in the backyard. The bear takes a final look around before finally moseying through the gate and out onto the street. That's when Mike lifts up his shirt to reveal a few long scratches from the bear's claws. It's hard to confirm if this is in Pennsylvania, although the caption on the footage reads, Meanwhile, in the Poconos, referencing a forested part of the state that mm. is home to a large black bear population. I shoot the bear away. I told him he was mm-hmm. a naughty bear. That's exactly what here. Mike did. This guy was just standing. Now you go over here. Why am I not surprised that he had a cutoff T-shirt, Sean? Mm-hmm. You're talking about sleeveless, yeah, right? Sleeveless, yeah. Oh, sleeveless why am I not surprised? And, why and am I not surprised? Oh, yeah, gym yeah, shorts. Yeah, got over backyard here. had too many Steve Weisers uh-huh. and just, uh, yep. Listen, Mr. Bear, we're trying to have a party. You're not invited. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. The second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Or else these bears are going to show up mm, trying to right. bite people, Shaw. Get He's out just of standing here. right next to the bear, pointing his finger in its face. <laughs> Big dummy. <laughs> that's either that's either dumb, courageous, drunk, high. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something. Mm-hmm. That's not clear thinking right there. I'm not fighting a bear. I'm not, I'm not putting my finger I'm in a bear's face I'm not trying to convince either. it, like, have right. a discussion with it either. No. The bears can smell the menstruation. You know, it'd be just better if you stood over here. I mean, just move a little bit. Yeah. Maybe get a better, stake and better. then throw it in the direction you want the bear to go. See that? I could see. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Better meat, get rid of it quick, A meatball quick, of some sort? Yeah. Like meatball I mean, if you're at a backyard party with tiki torches and hanging flower mm-hmm. baskets, you got to assume there's some kind of... Sure, ca- there's a grill. ...quesadilla or mm-hmm. maybe some tapas. Mm-hmm. Over there, bear. You know, so if you've got something on the tapas menu you're not interested in, you know... Like, uh, what? What is? What's the raw fish? Ceviche. Oh, ceviche. I was gonna say su- sushi, but what's the one with the in in the glass? Yeah, ceviche. Yeah. With the lemon yeah. or lime or whatever is that ceviche? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Throw some of that out there. Better go crazy. Go right after it. And then go in some salmon. Yeah. And then run. Probably. Yeah. Throw him some salmon. You got some smoked salmon over there? Right up his alley. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. All systems go. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. On this day in 1963, where were you, Shaw? Oh, I was uh, on a boat with the son of a son of a sailor. While you were on a boat with your flippy floppies, the NFL Hall of Fame dedicated in Canton, Ohio. Ever been? I have. I was there as a child. 
It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'd like to go back. Yeah. I'd like to go back. You want to go together? Sure. There's not much to do in Canton, Ohio, other than that. But You better watch how loud you chew, though. <laughs> He's so phony. In the car. That's what's... Yeah. It's not... I don't... You know, I'm not a loud chewer, but I am a... I'm an aggressive driver. Can you deal with that? Or do you got to drive? Uh, I guess I'd rather drive, yeah. Can I pee in a can? Sure. Let's bring it all back. Sean. All right, let's do it. I've got a I've got a kegerator that just quit on me. We uh-huh. can bring that thing to Canton. We'll bury it. I'll pee in a can. We'll nice. have a whole relive our youth It'll be like experience. a family trip for me. Yeah, I'll yell at you the whole way like my dad used to do. Uh-huh. Maybe we can tow a camper and I can put you in the camper <laughs> like my dad used to do. Put me in the camper. No? no. Can we do that? I don't, I don't think, think so. that's allowed. Can we pull a gun on the highway on another driver like my dad used to do? Gosh, I hope not. No, all right. I thought we were reliving our childhood here. Hall of Fame, baby. Me and Shaw. Road trip. Peeing in cans. Where are we going to poop? <laughs> I think we'll pull over. All right. So you pull over and poop, pee in the can. Yeah. I got that kegerator. It doesn't work anymore. It died Let's on me. bury it. We'll bury it. I'm Try sure that. you know a spot. Maybe just um, drink your calories instead of eating because it's... What else can we do that will revisit your childhood, Shaw? Because I already talked about mine. Mine was pretty abusive. Well, if we stop and we need to uh, get an oil change, you just dump the oil right there in the ground. That's your dad? Oh, yeah. Oh, Christ almighty. No Grandma way. Alley. No way. Uh, they Blocks did, from the Mississippi they River. They did stuff like that. That's, oh, my God. They did stuff like that. I love it. I love Gather it. some aluminum cans, fill them with cement, and return them for money. That I'm in for. <laughs> Steal I'm, in, an I'm in for some criminal activity. Yeah. I'm in for. Are we talking about the ones with the kids? The kids? Yeah, the, like the, with the fences around them where they throw the bags in there for the oh, kids. Oh, no, no. These are the ones you take to the recycling place where they weigh it, and then they give you money you know, per pound. So my dad would put cement in, oh. the, in one of the cans <laughs> to make it heavier. But he let me keep the money. I'm not sure what lesson I was supposed to learn there, but... <laughs> Well, I think the lesson is if you cheat the system, you, you can, can get ahead, If son. you can screw the man over in some way, shape, or form. Put that in the savings it. account. Right? You know, well, I think that's what it all is. If you don't have to pay for the oil to be... My dad was legendarily cheap, so... Well, gee, how did Mr. Mid-50s pay off his mortgage already? Also, Where did you get that from, also, Shaw? Also. Please tell me you're not dumping the oil. Oh, on. God, no. All okay. right, okay. God, no. No. Uh, your kids don't, didn't do can collection for... My dad wasn't cheap. He was just abusive and, and crazy. Mm-hmm. We could really hash out some, <laughs> we could some get trauma. The, we could right? some, really we get to the bottom real, of things here. Man, we, we should get a therapist. There's probably some repressed memories no, I can't even let's draw. Get a, yeah, let's, draw me and you will get a therapist, like a licensed professional. Yeah. To come in and To tell go stories. with us to Canton, Ohio. Oh, you're coming with us. Okay. Yes. We need all that time. How was it? Eight hours from probably, here to there? Yeah, sure. Eight, ten hours, something. Dude, we could hammer out some trauma. We'd mm-hmm. be good. We'll come back a whole new man. That's true. We'd be all, we'd be good for the community, all that crap. Uh-huh. I'd give a rat's uh-huh. ass about things. Uh-huh. Right? Knew you. That's yeah. what it is. I'd, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'd start wearing pants. No, that's no, you wouldn't. No? no we couldn't. We could seriously do a number on our trauma, though. No if We got a therapist in the back seat. Canton, Ohio. No. <laughs> I, you two we wouldn't be able to go in. We'd be crying the whole time. Shall we get to the parking lot? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my daddy and your daddy is daddy My dad is Yeah, man. See? Fix that. Commence awakening. You wanted the best. You got it. You, you gave, got him a present. present? Multiple presents, but the big one, the big present he took. Which was? It was a scrapbook that someone made for me with pictures of all the stuff. Of you and we, Pat together? You yeah. guys are so oh weird, man. Oh, my God, you are kidding me. The 
best of the morning sickness. Every Saturday from 6 until 10 a.m. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. It's Friday, the weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend! Finally here, and weather-wise, not going to be too bad. 76 and sunny today, 82 and mostly sunny tomorrow. Looks like 74 on Sunday, but some rain possible Sunday into Monday. If you're looking for something to do this weekend in the lacrosse area, there is no shortage of things going on. I recommend that uh, you either check out my list on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Or you can go to AroundRiverCity.com and peruse all sorts of other events. There's plenty of other things happening. But here's my list of suggestions. Tonight, the Roy L. Vingers American Legion Post number 52 presents River City Championship Wrestling's River Rumble 8, the 8th annual River Rumble. You've got uh, amazing local talent in the wrestling ring, including a uh, 30-man over-the-top battle royale. The winner of that gets a guaranteed shot at the heavyweight strap in 2024. I think is wrestling tonight. Wrestling or like announcing? Like wrestling. I think Bags is wrestling tonight. I heard him talking earlier this week about how he was going to be wrestling on Friday night. Dude, that man's got kids. Which means it has to be this. He can't be in the wrestling ring. I think he's going to be wrestling oh, tonight. Geez. Well, it was nice knowing you. Doors open at 6. The wrestling gets underway at 7. Tickets are available online, or you can get them at the door if there's any left. Again, a 30-man over-the-top battle royale. The winner getting the first guaranteed shot at the RCCW heavyweight strap in 2024. Also on the card, you got Warwick Stevens taking on two guns, Jack Spade and Nathan Sensation battling it out, and then Brock Hall and Hartenbauer plus many other matches. Bags in the ring. Oh, my God, King, that's Bags music. Does he have music? Is he coming out to music? No, I don't know. I just, I heard him talking about how he's going to be. As God is my witness, they've broken him in half. First wrestling event, Friday night. So this has to be his. We need to have like the Aaron Rodgers, uh, the the Ben Roethlisberger contract thing where. I was introducing him to a new employee and I was like, hey, you know, he's going to be working uh, high school football in the building on Friday night. So you guys should know each other and Bags can help you if you need anything. And he's like, I actually won't be here that late in the night because I'm going to be doing my debut re- wrestling. And I'm like, oh, what? Man. What? We're going to have to work what? up a new... Uh, what we're gonna is have happening? To, we're going to have to put in a thing in his ca- in his contract about, you know, uh, what is Injury, it? Risky, yeah, risk, risky, risky behavior. He can't be out of work because he's, he's got a broken back or something. Oh, my God. Stony bags. <laughs> RCCW tonight at the Roy L. Vingers American Legion Post 52 for River Rumble 8. Doors at 6, wrestling at 7. Is there like a novice bout that happens first or something where they're like... Pillow fight? Anybody from the crowd? like <laughs> Anybody want to get in here and take on bags? How about you, Mr. Four-Year-Old? How about you guys? 
Is he just wrestling his kids like normal playtime no, at home in the I living room? He's, right. No, he's been working out. Uh, tomorrow, of course, the big one, stepping out in pink. Uh, it'll be a little brisk, so hoodie weather in the morning. But the then morning. you'll be able to, to take the hoodie off and, and proudly display your mm-hmm. pink shirt, mm-hmm. which you get. Vendor market. Dude, down that there. vendor market is loaded. I, I mean, know. there are, I, there's so many damn vendors. It's crazy. Stepping out in pink, a non-competitive fundraising walk for all ages and abilities. It raises money to support breast cancer research and patient support. Uh, programs at Gunderson uh, and the Norma J. Vinger Center for Breast Cancer and Breast Care. Uh, you can register online, of course, steppingoutinpink.org, I believe it is. Uh, they've got live music from Tom Conrad, Cal Shimmers, and Double Take. They've also got uh, the Honor Guard from the Royal Vingers, yep. uh, American Legion Post, yep. doing the presentation of the colors. They're going to have the national anthem sung by Christina Gross. More live music along the route from Brian Beard and Sue Mitchell, plus DJ Brettley and uh, Cult... Uh, Cut time. Cut time. Uh, they're going to have performances from Misty's yeah. Dance Unlimited, yep. the Lacrosse Dance Center, Clog Jam, Amanda's Academy of Dance, and the Hmong Dance Team I know. are going to be performing as well. Of course, Gillette Pepsi is a massive sponsor, so they're going to be down there. Probably some samples and food and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Also, pets. Mm-hmm. I told you about this. The uh, yeah. Roaming Ambassadors of Love Pet Therapy Group from the Cooley Region Humane Society probably going to be on hand with some therapy dogs. Petting, petting, so much petting. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful yeah. morning. And then, of course, tomorrow afternoon, this is it. This is the the lunch, Banya. We're giving away the bike. I say it every year on the you know during the first week of Rock Stops. Don't miss any because you blink, and the next thing you know, it's August, and we're out of Rock Stops. And it happens that fast. It really does. Are. The 95 days of summer are winding down to a close. June 1st through September 1st, we tow the bike around. You know all about this. Your chance to qualify and win your last two opportunities to qualify tomorrow afternoon at Features in Holman. Three o'clock is when the check-in and registration begins. James and his great staff going to have food and drinks and everything available. We'll be in the tent in the parking lot, and then we'll qualify two more people and give that bad boy away. Of course, you can find out more about that online at 957therock.com. And then hashtag Sunday Funday. Get to All-Star Lanes, south side of towns for the special Fester Ball. Starts at 4, goes till 8. That's an awesome event, by the way. Food, drinks, music, dancing for everyone. A yep. community dance for people with special needs along with their friends, their family, and the general public. This year's Special Fester will be announced at about 4.30. The Special Fester Ball is on Sunday at All-Star Lanes on the south side of town. And that is my list of things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Again, you can find that list on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And if you need more events, you can go to aroundrivercity.com. You can even upload your own events mm-hmm. for free right there on that website. Absolutely. It's a pretty good deal. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.